Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. Good y'all, this is C-Certified Brewhead. And I am Scott Beer, cold beer enthusiast. Welcome to episode 61 of Beer Nuts, the podcast. And mate, today we're in sunny San Diego, California with Daniel Drain, head brewer of Half Door Brewing Co. Mate, how you doing? Good, how are you guys doing? Fantastic. We are fan-freaking-tastic. Because we're in California, yeah. the sun, and Very excited. cold ass Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how cold is it right there? Yeah. It's it's not that bad. We had a little heat wave in Toronto recently, yeah. but it is not, it's is not 30 degrees yeah. and sunny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, 30 Celsius and Celsius, sunny. Yeah. And there's not palm like trees around. 20s. There's not palm trees. There's oh, no the is still pretty good. For now, yeah. yeah. Until oh, next week when it's like snowing next week. It's about to get full. It's really nice. It's just... They not as nice kind of as for a y'all while have it here. We've been here. Scott just got here like literally this morning. I just landed. Yeah, uh, we got here. Wait, what day is it? Saturday. We got here on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, we had never. I've been to Cali, but never been to San Diego. No, so yeah. sick, losing our mind. Just happy for no reason. Yeah, but you well not when you're paying the bills. But uh, okay, okay. There's that part. Good point. Good point. However, there is hazy beer, yes. and that's you part of the reason right. why we're here. What are we drinking right now, actually? Let's get straight into uh, that. Uh, buzzwords. So it's our uh, hashtag buzzwords. It's more of a joke. Uh, not a joke, but this is coming out, so we made a little like joke on it, like how people are going to call it like, Dan Chris and our thing. So if you read our description, it's like an assault on a pop. So it's more <laughs> right. of a joke of a hazy IPA of the new trend. Right. So uh, but we, we, we do like this trend because uh, of more scientific reasons, but uh, biotransformations and glycosidic bonds. But we really like uh, this style of beer. And it goes great in San Diego. It's refreshing, fruity, oh, and yeah. it's not as uh, crisp as the uh, West Coast right. IPA. But it's uh, a nice balance of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Our friend uh, Craig also was saying when we drove past, he's like, half to make the best, not his favorite Northeast IPA period, which unfortunately you don't have it right now. Oh, sorry. No, we ran out of yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, we will have it in about yeah five, five six days. I haven't checked the gravity on it yet, but it's still the be third around. day for invitation. Oh, no, I'm going Tuesday. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe LA. Get, get to get, LA. Do you guys package and sell? We don't. Bottles? But I could, no. uh, if you, oh, we'll be in LA for Growler. Two weeks, so. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I could do. Oh, I might be back going back to LA in a little uh, next week. I was there last week. Okay, yeah. so yeah, we'll just email and then we'll figure it out. We'll keep in touch. Yeah, nice. Worst comes to worst, I'll just uh, ship it. I like your attitude. Okay. Um, <laughs> so get things done. Yeah, yeah, it's a go-getter. Sorry, guys, this is like side business right there. Um, man, what's your uh, BS story? Like, how did you end up being the uh, head brewer? It's such a wonderful establishment. Uh, like the whole story, or just how I got head brewer. Like, do the whole story. Oh, like, people, I'll how do it. Get into brewing. Like, how did you become a brewer? Um, I started in high school. Me and my friend Robert uh, looked on the internet because. Uh, how to make beer? We said like uh, his brother would buy us beer. Uh, his parents were pretty reasonable. If you didn't curse and you weren't rude, you could sit around the backyard, we had a fire, and have a few beers. Right. So that's that's very reasonable. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it, it wasn't a lot of people. It was like maybe four or five of us. But um, so I was sixteen. He, everyone, all my friends are older than me. So I was sixteen. They were seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Okay. And. Uh, so we figured out how to make beer. He just likes to do stuff. So we figured out how to, oh, sorry, cider. So we made cider. So we just get apple juice, yeast, and uh, make cider. Cool. Uh, but then we just took it to the point where let's get drunk. So we got treetop apple juice, cider, and brown sugar, and that makes it really high alcohol beer. And then if you freeze distill it, then you can get even more alcohol. <laughs> Damn. So we did that. Science <laughs> for the win. Yeah. Science for the win. So we, we very legal to freeze distill in America, but um, so, I don't think they're going to arrest a few, you know, 16, <laughs> 17 year olds. In the backyard, that's fine. Yeah, but uh, other than that, we did that, and then just you know started kept kept interest in it, and like started getting better and better. And then about 22, I really dove in and did the all grain. And then uh, about 24, 23, 24, I sent an email to a brewery that I used to work at, or uh, I was a waiter at a restaurant, and they own a brewery, a, a 
as their other business. So I emailed them to see if I can work for free as a Cordana Brewing Company. So they let me come in. I worked for free for a few months and they hired me. Oh yeah. And then I went to beer school um, like a year later. Um, they came back and they gave me a job and I brewed at Coronado for about five years. Everything from washing kegs, bottling beer, you know, cleaning scrubbing floors, tanks. To, I ran the place for about two and a half years at the brew pub, not the production facility. Gotcha. Um, so the brewer studied like specialty stuff and then well, the head brewer would also come up with like beer. So everyone was I was about to say, did you come up with any <laughs> recipes? Or at, like yeah, Corrado, yes. But it was also like me and Brooke. So it's like I would do my thing and then he'd do his thing and then we'd also like collaborate kind of. But we had to like make, we had to make so many specialty beers. That was, that was where I learned a lot. Because Brooks is, uh, or my old boss Brooks, uh, he still actually works there. He just won a medal today, actually for his brewery, which is really, really cool. Uh, South North Day, so that was cool. Nice. Session, uh, session beer, I forgot what the, I haven't actually had the beer yet because I haven't released it yet. But, see, one was just so stoked for it. That's the Great American Beer Festival, which is on today in Denver. Yeah, just one day. He won it just like three hours ago. It's yeah. amazing. But yeah, so I worked with them and they, he taught me how to do like two style. I got to do whatever I wanted. Within reason, obviously, you know what I mean? But I mean, there was a great company to work for, uh, and we still have a great relationship today, and then now I got here. So. That's amazing. I've been here for two and a half years, so I've been about eight years in the industry, almost nine now. Okay. Something like that. And that really kind of like set you up working for production. Like, well, I guess it was still the brew pub, but like... But I got to see production because they had a production facility. So I'd go over there, we'd scale recipes up that were successful. So that was really helpful. That would have been a learning experience, eh? Yeah, but it was cool. So you go over there and you talk to books, like, well, we did this recipe and this is how it changed. And then we then we scale a different recipe up and then it was kind of cool. And then you just got the hang of it. And right. It worked well. I mean, it's not the same. We weren't like bad at each other, yelling at each other now and then. But I mean, stuff got done. I mean, and we did a really good job, I'd say. You know, I mean, sometimes you do have to cut your loss in a double beer. But it, it, it happened very rarely, which is very, very awesome. Like, we did, I think we done two, two or three when we were doing it. So. And that was just the... Uh, just the stuff, no, the new style, the new stuff we're coming up with. So I think it was only like two of that. One was a Blender Weiss Toll in my fall, and the other one was Pitcher. I just lazy and forgot to do uh, Cell County. Yeah. And it was a Belgian beer of yeast I'd never used, and I then pitched it. And there you go. Yeah. Okay, it's not too bad at all. Yeah. How does one land such a great location? I mean, you have Petco Field right over here, home of the uh, San Diego Padres. Yeah. Seems like you're kind of in the. the We're in downtown, right? So it's downtown San Diego, right? Yeah, downtown. Now. It's yep. called East Village. It's a little offshoot. Uh, the the park, park opened up. It's a beautiful um, rooftop patio. Like, there's no place I want to be drinking ooh. a hazy IPA than right here, right yeah, now. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, no, it, it is really, really nice. It's just that. Um, it's first of all, it's hard, but um, I would say uh, how we got it was we're actually looking at a building around the corner. Oh. That one first, and then we got this one right. based on because people knew we were looking. Right. And then the guy that owns this owns a pro his father owns a property development company. Okay. So he had already a properties like he had this property, he lived in it. So we took it, but it was already zoned for commercial. Oh, commercial using. already. Oh, okay, nice. But so it was like about five years ago we started, maybe five and a half years we started looking. Right. So when we got this property, it took us about a year and a half to get licensing and approved from the city. It was really hard to get a license in this part of town. Yeah, what was that? Uh, just like regular, you know, regular license. So you got to like go through the city, you got to go through CCDC, I think it is, and then you got to go through the ABC. So we didn't want to start building the building if you don't, if you can't put something here, then... What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. So you here from the jump, like your, I think you mentioned before, so your family owns company yes okay so you were, were you a part of that did they started because you're a brewer or how did that uh well my dad was always gonna do another bar so he owns another bar uh on fifth avenue called the field so it's been there 19 years or 18 years. OG. yeah yeah so he's been doing it for a while so he, he well, was from ireland originally so in ireland he ran a few actually american fast food restaurants in <laughs> called al capone's okay go so figure he, That's yeah cool. <laughs> yeah so when he moved out here he worked at ruby's and right. then Worked for Ruby's for like six years and then opened up, uh, found the spot downtown over here on Fifth Avenue. And opened that up and that's been going pretty well. And then 
Um, yeah, because since I've been running, he was kind of pretty adamant about doing something, so uh, we did this. So he brought you in because it made sense, right? Why not work for the family? Yeah, he will. I mean, also the margins in the beer are pretty good, too, so he's yeah. happy about that. Pretty I'm pretty sweet. efficient in our brewery. Uh, you, you made a comment off camera saying you guys are focusing specifically on hoppy IPs, hazy IPAs, and sours. Yeah. The two best styles. The two basically styles we really care about most. So what, is, is that for the love of the styles, or was there, because there's a trend heading that way, what made you want to focus on those two specific styles? Uh, IPAs is I absolutely love them. I've only been making IPAs from day one. Like, when I started brewing, I, I just tried to get everything dialed in, but it was like third batch of beer, I hit IPAs, it was awful, and I just wanted to figure out how to make it. So like I went to, like we were talking about earlier, like water profiles early yeah, on. Yep. I definitely didn't, it took me years to understand it. To figure it out, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I mean, early on I was doing it, I remember made the first IPA, I was working at Coronado, and I brought it in, and I was like, one of the first ones I did with uh, Water profile pretty dialed in and it was really good. The brewer was like, I don't think that's when they think kind of figured out, like, oh, right. great, we'll hire this guy. That's like, what he's doing. Yeah, kind of. But that's kind of, uh, sort of. Yeah, but yeah, on the right track. But um, yeah, so the IPA, the sours, I do like sours, but I wouldn't sit and drink like I drink IPAs. So I love the complexity of sours and uh, how hard they are to make. And uh, consistency to me is, I don't want to just pitch a bunch of stuff into barrels and then pick the best ones. And blend. I'd rather like have an idea. That's what we're trying to do at stainless steel. Stick with and I think the, to make like it just it's just a challenge. And I I like challenges. I like making things new. I think new ways to make them. So that's why I, like. I do like sours. But I'm not drinking sours like well. Right. I, I'll drink them when I go home. So like on a Monday Tuesday night, I don't have a bottle. I'll have like one in like an hour. You know, I definitely sit don't down, get, really enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I really love like real funk forward sours. Are you guys doing more kettle sours or proper barrel sours? Oh, the, oh, the, oh sorry, we're talking about barrels, uh, barrel, barrel sours. Okay, oh, cool, sorry, cool. sorry, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to do it like in the stainless steel right. versus the wood, right. but not kettle. Like, well, we want to use PDU cockles. I like it a little bit better yeah. than lacto, but we do do a kettle sour. It's not on tap right now, again, just cool. based on, because we were a little busier this summer than expected. So. And some fruited stuff as well, I think, urgent. Uh, well, mentioned. we call it necessary evil because we're trying to force reactions, and um, so I'm trying to make the beer faster, more efficiently. Okay. And we're still not there yet, so we call it necessary evil, so we right. add fruit to it. I like and, it. Uh, I like it. And then the fruit gives us that uh, little bit more nose we're looking for. Sure. Well, we know that in advance, and we tell the customers that, so we're not like we're trying. To, but it's still a good beer. Um, we're just really—I'm really trying to get the funk. And I'm only getting the fruit, really fruit uh, notes from the bread right now. And okay. I can't get like that barnyard hay, and I can't force that reaction yet. And I tried, and I failed a few times, but right. I'll yeah. fail a few more. <laughs> Keep failing until you succeed. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's not, not a bad thing. We'll just do like one or two barrel like in the side and try and do like funky stuff. So we yeah, just. What do we, we have in the barrel? These guys. Um, we got a grisette and these three right here. Grisette. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, the four over there are actual like lambics. Oh wow! So uh, like we've got two of uh, three of the barrels are two years, but we started growing this stuff out of our house up five years ago. So this is stuff okay. we've been working on for about four or five years. Dang so it. those barrels are really funky, really nice. But then the other four barrels we did, or sorry, three barrels in the corner, one leaked, so we couldn't fill it. Are the next Brett? I uh, just a Brett funk, uh, Brett saison. Nice. And then, uh, but we're getting the grisette into this tank uh, probably two weeks. And we go back to sours, and that tank right there is filled with sour we just made last well, last Saturday, actually. Last Saturday, I didn't know. Was that the uh, one you were just telling us about off camera about the uh, disaster? Um, the spillage? Well, yeah, well, the spillage. Okay, so we emptied the tank, and then we filled back our tank up. and uh, We're not serving from the tank, we'll ferment in that tank as right. well. So we do like everything one tank. And something happened recently where it, uh, yes, so, it exploded? Or? So we had a, actually really good, it was an apricot uh, sour. Oh, stop. It was really good. You're hurting my oh. heart. I hey. tried it, you're hurting my heart. And Actually, I, I was pretty happy with it. I, I, I'm pretty honest about my beer. I, yeah, yeah. You know, I've made some bad beer and I dumped some bad beer, but it was pretty solid. It was our second attempt at the, the beer. So we did the first one was Blackberry, and this is our Ooh. second batch. 
And uh, yeah, so I clamped, no joke, in the walk-in, where the tap lines in the walk-in broke off and just dumped the whole beer because it's a tank, it's from the tank, and it just pushes with pressure. Yeah. And a pump, and it just, it was calling for it, and it dumped it all in the ground. About 100, maybe a little more, 100 gallons, we had to throw a lot of food out. Um, about all two hours of mu- in the walk-in fridge with the food. Yeah, because it was just a little hose that broke off. Right, but it's in the same fridge with right, food. Right, so it's spraying yeah, everywhere. Oh, it just spray everywhere. It's sprayed on the ground. But so we had dumped like, let's say, uh, it was still a decent amount of food, but it was like one little rack that was right there. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. Yeah, it was annoying. Well, yeah, the, everyone else has to do more work. So the yeah. kitchen guys come in, we got to clear out the walk-in, yeah. we got to wipe everything down, we got to bleach the floor, you know, scrub everything. And it's a full thing. That sucks. Yeah, well, just so you walk like in on a Monday morning, you're yeah, like trying to like get the day started. Go. Like, I'm going to go do some emails, drink a coffee, you know what I mean? Beer braised everything for that, like. Yeah, that's it, guys. Sour everything. Yeah, beer, sour salmon, sour, sour, sour bananas. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Everything, yeah. 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 Hey, probably, probably been, but not bad, but I'm yeah. gonna be down for it. Yeah. <laughs> so do you still have a sour on you have a sour on right now? No, we tried to keg off with the three that are left, but it was from the bottom of the tank, so it was really yeah. chunky. Yeah. And it clogged up our line, so we just we're just yeah. gonna cut it off yeah. at this point. Do you want, is a finicky beast, you know? Yeah, she doesn't right? always agree with me, but when she does, oh. man, I am loving this. Oh, this oh thank you very much. Yeah, yes. like the haze, the mouthfeel, like everything is there for me. What's the ABV on this? Um, eight, seven. Around, I, I thought you said around eight. Eight, seven, that's Does pretty high. Drink eight, seven, and this is like this juicy is like all day. Tops. I am loving this. Like, Just a nice balance of the day. Yeah. Um, it's brilliant, man. Really well oh, done. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, speaking of that, like, the San Diego beer scene. Let's talk about that. Um, from what our understanding is, is both this is all of all the four of us haven't been here before. Um, from what our understanding is, pretty much uh, Denver, Colorado, and, and here are the two main beer makers of North America. Is yep. that uh, facts? I'd say Portland, Oregon, yeah. Burlington, Vermont. Not quite. Where? Vermont. Vermont. Burlington, Vermont. Oh, Vermont. Yeah. I, just, I just did. Oh, I'm not I there. talk funny, sir. Uh, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't visited the Vermont yet. Oh, so, do oh. yourself a favor. I was saying, yeah, I did. I did, I did summer, yeah, I did New York and Boston. I was going to do Vermont. Uh, this summer, but I just haven't got around to it. Fair. Beautiful so, little town. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I was debating, but it was... It's worth it. I just went to New York about a month ago, yeah. and hit up like other half, and oh, yeah. a bunch of breweries, food back and stuff, so... That is, yeah, that's good. That, uh, I was there so right impressive. Here. Yeah, you recently too? Um, eight months ago? Okay. I was checking out, uh, you know, Trillia. I did Boston and New York. Yes. Nice. We, we're yet to do Boston Mass. We're yeah, we're coming for you. Oh, yeah, we're, we're coming for you. Don't worry about that. One at a time, one at a time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got some good Irish pubs too. Some good Irish pubs. Oh, nice. Been everything. But I'm super impressed with New York. I'm very, very impressed. We've just been, you know, trying to trying to like spread out. We did Michigan over the summer, okay. like, uh, yeah. the Michigan Beer Festival, and now we're here. And then I'm going on to LA, so I'm going to do a bunch here. Unfortunately, Scott isn't coming with me, but we're going to try and cover as much ground as we can. So, speaking of San Diego, like I feel like you guys have just got such an interesting um, scene there. Can you speak to sort of how that sort of grown? Like I guess being you've been brewing for like eight to ten years, whatever. Like you've seen it come up and you've seen the changes and how that's. Uh... I've been brewing probably about um, well home brewing too, including about sixteen years. So like I was going to Ballast Point when Ballast Point was, was no oh yeah it was so maybe what is this like ten feet away without railing to here yeah and you'd walk in just one little small shop and they had they had uh, well at first they, uh, take I was younger so I couldn't buy I was sixteen so I couldn't buy beer I don't know if they served beer at that point. But as, as I was going for over the years, you could just see like, you know, they get only the samples. They, at first, uh, the law where you only get a sample at a taste room. So like, you'd only get four ounces. You could have more than like 10 or 12 ounces at a time. Okay. But just, see, just seeing them grow was awesome. But uh, just, I don't know, it went, it went production brewery first. Cause like if you were making beer in San Diego, you were making money pretty much for the first, let's say 2000 to 2000, let's say eight. Okay. It was oh, a wow. pretty big boom. I, was, yeah. there's a, I mean, 
it's a big boom. Because everyone was going to like you had the production or the buses taking you to the breweries outside. Oh, okay. So like that. So like there was tour groups going down and and there wasn't many bars. So like you go to like a Hamilton's, you go to O'Brien's, you go to like a well, Blind Lady was a little, Blind Lady was like two thousand eight nine. Um, but these breweries coming. Uh, these beer bars too started popping up and there wasn't many so it's like the beer bars are packed and the breweries are packed and then now it's sucking for everyone right now and now it's san diego's this year hit a little low are you saying because yeah. there's too many now oversaturated craft beer in general yeah so i didn't realize about san diego oh very bad thing. we've got a few breweries up for sale now last year about six tried to go for sale now a, a few are coming now it's it's getting very tough i'd say in the market oversaturated People aren't going to the tasting rooms as much because they can go to any bar and get a beer. Right. So if you can go to every bar that's serving craft beer now, so it doesn't really matter. You can just go to a bar that, you know, will serve like Bud Light, you know, Coors Light, whatever, down right there. Right. But they'll still have like three really good IPAs that's on. true. A lot of these stadiums are carrying them now. Yeah. Right? Oh, like, yeah. Even the stadium. Oh, there's yeah. right? It's not the same, man. Like, I don't know. We were like, even last night we went to get, we were in Pacific Beach, we went to get like a burger at this one little like old school spot. And then we went and go to, while we were waiting, went to another spot to get uh, some beers. And the list was pretty cool, but all we had was nothing spectacular. I feel mm-hmm. like there's something to be said for this brew pub environment. Like, yeah. this crafted by the people who make, like, I'm sure it was sort of a part of it, the type of beer you make, the type of food you make, which you do make the food, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the environment, it's this whole cohesive, like, vision that a pub doesn't necessarily give you that same, or a beer bar, I'm sorry, doesn't give you that same, like, Plus, vibe. let's be honest, it's as fresh as it gets here, right? You're, and there's that. As fresh as it is down the street, you know it's they fresher here. That's exactly right. So yeah. I, I don't know, I mean, which, and you want to support, like, for us, people like us, who are sort of really, like, our whole MO is just to support beer, Craft, independent craft beer. Um, that's this is putting money in like your family's pockets. You just yeah. run bar, like you run this place. It's not like Which some makes like you corporation more doing beer. It. That's and it. We can keep coming back and drinking more yeah. better beer as opposed to going to these big corporate conglomerates and yeah, they're not gonna, drinking yeah. the same shit over and over again. Yeah, we're invested in research for barrels, right. stuff like that. Like I went right. to a hop conference in Oregon in uh, February, so they were doing like the scientific stuff of like hops. So they met, right. the last time they met was 10 years ago, so it's like not an annual conference. Sure. The people from Japan were there, Sapporo was there, Budweiser nice. was there. Like That's crazy. Cool, but people were giving, big wigs. Yeah, but they're giving presentations on all the research, which is pretty exciting That's for me. That's it. Yeah. So overall, though, even though there might be a lull, <laughs> like is the scene still fairly healthy? Like I would say yes. If you make good beer in San Diego, generally you're doing fine. I would say like right now you might be a little tough because there's so much competition. But it's generally if you're making pretty solid beer and you're gonna hang out and you're in a let's say you're part of the community or you don't have to be like the most advocate of the community or like you know the well most well like but you you can still be you know you can get by on you know good beer and just being reasonably nice to people. Uh, but before you go by just on anything realistic, I'm not saying you. I know, I know that's exactly, a bad yeah. way to say it, but no, 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 exactly there's a lot of bad beer I think before, and then now it's getting weaned out a little bit, which sucks because some people really didn't put a lot of effort in, just maybe they were weren't good at certain things like marketing or something. Yeah, that's that's so. unfortunate. If it's actually good beer, and then it's just they didn't really yeah. invest in marketing, because I mean we see that all the time. A lot of like brew pubs or, or smaller breweries like this are brew like the brew head brewer is very often the owner mm-hmm. and. They're an artist. Like brewers, brewing is an art. Yeah. It doesn't mean just because you're a really, really good artist doesn't mean you're like a genius businessman and understand yeah. or woman and understand marketing and this whole, the whole other team, thing. man. Oh, yeah, the team whole team as well. Yeah. And we see it very often that there's like 
you know, some people don't even see maybe the value of even being on the podcast just to broadcast the message. Because even if like our audience, which is funnily enough, the number one audience for us is yeah. California. We found out oh, recently. Really? From Toronto, Montreal, and our biggest audience is from California. Second is Ontario, yeah. third is Quebec. Yeah. But like, California's our number one. So that's why we're like, hell yeah. We got to come but, out like, here. Who would have thought that's what it is? So, but if you saw the value in just having a chat, that even if there's like um, people in Toronto who travel here all the time, like they might be like, hey, I saw that uh, half door in San Diego. Shit, I'm gonna go down and check that out. And it's people. Sometimes people don't even see the small value in taking that little like hour out of their time to just talk to some well, to- a whole bunch of beer tourism. Beer like, tourism is the thing, man. How many places have we traveled specifically for beer? Out of control. Like, I know where it's all my travels are based on beer. Yeah. And then even if they're not, they're based on beer. Yeah, right. You're still gonna go check out the beer. Check out the beer anyway. Yeah. So. It's not even a question. But um, no, totally. It's it's uh, it's very interesting to see sort of the way that it's all going. But even just being here the last few days, like I've had phenomenal beer, and even just today, sort of shove some in his face, try and get you know, even just getting we got Pliny straight away, which is pretty yeah. cool, something really oh, yeah. hard for us to get. Oh yeah, we got Pliny around town. I mean, uh, Nelson's on tap of the neighborhood down the street. If you guys want to try a Nelson, have you ever had Nelson? Nelson, Nelson from Alpine. Oh. oh, oh no, I've had that. Yeah, I've had that. Oh, okay, because it's on tap right now. Those three, yeah. yeah. But I think we got the green flash version, not the OG yeah. version. Oh, but the, the, right now the version I have on is quite good, and I'm pretty yeah. pretty adamant about if it's good or not. I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, you don't mess around. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I, have a, I, I have a question about this whole East Coast West Coast thing. Let's yeah. talk about. We're on the West Coast drinking a, essentially a Northeast IPA mm-hmm. for the most. So part, yeah. for the most part, it's a hazy, juicy IPA. A little bit. So is this now. something that's kind of trickled in? Is it a trend? Is it something that's here to stay? I think it's here to stay. I don't think it's gonna. You're gonna. You're not gonna get the lines and the hype about it in, let's say, two years. But I do think it's not like a fruited IPA where theirs are kind of gone the back way. Right. I think it's a different way to look at how beer is made. It's just it's yeast interaction with hops. Right. And when you have a clear beer, you're usually not. Yeah, there's probably that's still interaction, but it's not. I think it's that, and there's also like well, so there's two two main aspects: is biotransformations, which turns one compound into another compound, and then uh, glycosidic bonds, where you have an aroma compound bound to a sugar compound, and uh, the sugar compound makes it non-volatile, so you can't smell it. So if you can break that bond, you can taste it. You can smell it. Well, no, you can't. It just it just exists in the beer, and you it doesn't do anything. And then if you break that bond, you can smell it. Science, I love it. Beer, so that one, science together. Mary. So yes, it's gonna stay around. Um, I love pe- it. People are working on the enzymes to do it. You put it in beer. People are working on. There's other ways like acid hydrolysis to break these bonds. So there's multiple ways to break the bonds. We just, I still, I haven't figured it out yet. I, it's we, also we, yeast suspension as well that adds to the. Oh, actually no, we, we take the yeast off before we dry out. Okay. So uh, this is, there's no yeast suspension in here. This. Is uh, probably here. a little bit of yeast, but yeah, oh, very very little. Okay. What's making this one hazy? Um, it's uh, polyphenols and protein. Polyphenols so, and so, protein. from from the yeast itself. Uh, uh, no, so. Uh, Polyphenols are going to be from the hops and protein from malt. And then, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of yeast. Uh, I don't know what the yeast does yet, but I haven't figured it out. Or there's not enough research. I, I just read right. uh, stuff on the internet. Um, but yeah, so there's yeast, something to do with yeast as well. I don't know yet. But um, we can clear the beer up. Uh, we've had our hazy beer clear up, but we figured out how not to clear it up. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're stuck with that. And what do, yeah. you, what do you prefer? Uh, actually, it depends on beer. Like Nelson is a clear West Coast, West Coast IPA. Style so that's better. really. Yeah. I just really, a really good beer, realistically. Like Carl Strauss uh, Session IPA or Hoppy Oralis Ales. Or I think I pronounced that really wrong. I just butchered that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, it doesn't matter. It's amazing. Like Carl Strauss making some very oh, beautiful IPA. It's really, really clean, really well done. Like, so it just, if you make a really good IPA, I don't care if it's hazy or not. Right. But overall, like, you know, we speak to a lot of people. Are you trying to push uh, an opinion on? No, no, no. I'm okay. genuinely curious because you seem extremely confident in your opinion. And when we, uh, we speak to a lot of brewers and 
we've we've seen like people like fully about the hazy stuff and people who are like adamantly against. I feel like it, it's it's yeah. kind of a love hate thing. Right? Yeah. Like, you so like, I've never heard anyone say it's you somewhere think it's in between. Say it's the first time yeah. I've ever heard that. Oh well, yeah, but I guess that makes me very happy. But I, I think we have to look at people. They, they learned a certain way. This is right, and then that's you know what I mean. They get their worldview challenged. They don't like that. So when people's worldview gets challenged, it's uh, it's they don't like it. You know what I mean? They're yeah. they're gonna be abrasive to it or push back. Right. Like oh, we'll, we've made it this way the whole time. So that's it is what it is. Changes uh, people. Some people don't like change. Right. And they don't want to adapt. Or they don't have to learn something new and figure it out. Right. That makes sense. That's we, personal opinion. But no, I, that's, I see that around. Town. I like personal opinions. What? That's what we're here yeah, for. Yeah. No. Totally. The, from, from the people that like who have said that they're against it, it, it seemed like a personal opinion. But what they were saying it wasn't that. It, they think that some opinions we've heard are that it's like they go, oh well like we've had a hazy beer the same beer one hazy one not makes no difference or like beers are supposed to be clear if I can't see my hands from the other side then it's not right like yeah but then there's like very, there's, there's different beers that are hazy like you know wheat beers Berliner uh, Weisses fruit beers you can't see through a stout I mean I mean their arguments are very very you know they're small minded you know what I mean like yeah just like I don't like it on the light you know what I mean it's just yeah it's they learn something in a new way and it, it's gonna hear to say it's just the, the beer tastes good, but you think I, I actually I very much agree. Actually, now you said that that the hype is gonna die down, but the style is here. Yeah, I think that's actually cool because like the lines will eventually. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to go. Like we're starting to make more clear beer right now, and we have an IPL on. We're making. We're gonna go back to it, and we're gonna cut down. We had five, six hazy beers on at all times for oh, yeah? the last year and a half. We were the first to do it, so we got on, got on the hype early. But yeah. now it's like. We don't That's need right. to have it all, you know. I mean, we just, we got very good advertising from it. Right. And then I want to go back to making, you know, uh, we're making a black IPA, which I definitely, yeah, the guy I work with. Yeah. He wants to make it, so I'm like, cool. It's gonna be clear. Uh, well, black IPA, so that you can't see through it either way. Yeah. Like yeah, I guess ish, so. Ish. Yeah, well, it won't be hazy. It will be a West Coast style black. Right. Nice. That's oh yeah, no, uh, we're gonna get back into the West Coast beers and stuff. But it's just, it was a very, it's still very popular, but everyone's making it now, so no one's going out to. Yeah. You're saying they're going to the neighborhood bars. Oh, they got a hazy one down there. Yeah, yeah. So the hype's but dying down. Like, do you say here? So say someone like Quebec, I live in Montreal. So mm -hmm. in Quebec, I've uh, tried a bunch of um, Northeast IPAs there, and maybe two out of ten are really good mm -hmm. because it feels like a lot of breweries are making them because like it's the cool thing to it. do, and they're super clear. They're like maybe just dry hopped with mosaic or something like that, mm -hmm. and that's their Northeast IPA. So I feel like is that sort of thing here where breweries are just like, all right, I'll do uh, it, and they make, make a half-hearted, like a half-assed attempt at. Uh, I would agree with you there. I think with a lot of styles, like there's a gimmicky oh, yeah. beers, like the peanut butter stuff, or whatever you add to it. But I think the same thing with all beers. So let's say you're not a brewer owner, or you're just a brewer, and you got to figure out how to make a Northeast IPA. So you got to go at the end of the day after doing all your work, you got to keg off a tank, you got to brew a beer, and then you got to go home and research this. And for a guy that's not going to pay you more money, but he just wants to hop onto the thing. The thing so right. like, unless does that guy really, really care? Yeah, unless so you're already a fan. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you, like, I mean, it's every person's different, but it's you find it all over. Like, there's a lot of bad IPAs. Like, our water got really bad in San Diego for three years. Oh yeah. No one's talking about it. I'm yelling on the internet all the time. No one's. That's why you said not to drink. Our friends said not oh, to right. drink. Don't drink the tap water. water. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's gotten better here now. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, it was just more of the, like the water profile was really, really bad for IPAs because oh, uh, okay. of the drought. So all of our stuff was coming from Colorado, and we blended down very little. Right. So now our reservoirs are filled up, and the water's better again. So our IPAs got oh, good again. Okay. 
So like when you were saying about, let's say, Green Flash is an, an Al Alpine zero, because Alpine probably pulled well water from, right, and Green Flash was using the city water from San Diego. Right. Now the city water is better than San Diego, so I stuff Because the beer is going to be better by nature. Yeah, because it, you, you have less to do with it. There's less to hold dissolved salts. It's uh, less in, sodium. In less today's day and age, can't you uh, like basically structure your water exactly how you want it I, and like add your minerals and take out your... Yeah, again, you have to, you're going to pay, some uh, owner's paying a, uh, some person to go home and research that at night after they got to work a full day. Right, yeah. So again, it depends on the person that's making the beer. So they're not all brew owners. do you really care about the water profile? Yeah, point, you might, right? they might want to like worry about their Instagram filters a little bit more or something like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> then the water profile. True. Oh, it is very true. Probably make some more money. Right? Yeah, I call it yeah. Instagram brewers. Right. <laughs> Instagram brewers. Yeah. So this, yeah. Is that a thing? I never heard of. That. Yeah, I just tag it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not that nice of a person. <laughs> if you haven't noticed yet. <laughs> I think you're. A Tell good us boy. how you really feel. I'm genuinely fascinated because we have a social media company. So that's actually really funny. Uh -huh. So an Instagram brewer. Is that just someone who just makes beer because it's cool right now? Yeah, and they take a bunch of like you see people going and then right, like, they make some the pretty mediocre beer. Your looks. Or that, it's just like it's just they're making, you know, they're just they're making they're taking pictures every day and they're not like, dude, I, I got no, I like it. I like where this is going. It's just silliness. I completely. So I go home and then they'll take a picture of a book that they read. I'm like, did you actually read the book or did you just take a picture and post it? <laughs> but if you didn't take a picture, did it really <laughs> yeah, happen? Exactly. Is the question, yeah. Right? Instagram like, didn't see it. Yeah. 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 You took a picture of the water profile book. I read that book three times. It's still really, really <laughs> difficult to understand. I'm like, did you actually read it or? That's legitimately Yeah, cool. like, I don't know, stuff like that. I mean, it, there is good, there's a lot of good brewers. There, you, when you get to 140, there's a lot of people that don't give a shit. Yeah. And it's like trying to get, you know, got into it like, you know, five years ago and then now regretting it. Yeah. Because the competition is getting, I mean, there is people that will pay attention to water profile. People are going out there and there's smart people that are getting into the business. And there's people with money too, backed by really good social media. So that is... I mean, it's not just like open up a little tasting room with like, you know, small brewing system, you know, being corking great. It's right. like you've got to have marketing, you got to do events. I mean, you got to have smart people running it. It's, it's, a, it's a full business now. It's not, it's, not, it's not just home brewing and going in to do something you love. I definitely agree. I've yeah. seen a lot of people, that's what we're coming back to before, saying that there's people that uh, were sort of like the artist type of brewers that would just be like, uh, if you brew it, they'll come. Yeah. And that some people think it's true, and some not so much. I feel like back, at, like during the start of the boom, that was true, but like you said, with today's market, with all the competition, you can't just have the dream. You have to have the whole company behind you, and the, the marketing team, and the money's guy, and, and the, you know. Just running, you're running a business. I mean, it's, yeah. it is. It's a, a full business from yeah. bottom to top, right? Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, super interesting, and I guess that's it. Like some people, are just so focused on the art that they ignore the marketing and then like Instagram is important because even say someone like us who we don't have access to this type of stuff like we've wanted finding so long and it's so hard for us to get like we can just cross the border it's 45 minutes to the uh, Vermont border from Montreal mm -hmm. so we've had Haiti a bunch yeah. but getting planning because you can't ship beer across the border and getting all the way out to the west coast five and a half hour flight it's a whole thing so it just made that beer more attractive enough to drink. And make, oh, okay, it's a cool West Coast IPA. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's really, really good. It's tasty. But it's not like I'm going to line up for three hours and then travel halfway across the continent, or literally yeah. across the continent, not halfway, all the way across the continent for it. You know what I'm saying? So Instagram plays a big part because in beer tourism, I think if you, you really like missing something if you're not participating in that. Oh yeah, you need really good marketing. Uh, but I can also see like that hipster bullshit side where people are just all Instagram and no substance. There needs to be a, a yeah. bit Somewhere of in the middle. Well, yeah. I'm not talking about like, uh, sorry, I'm talking about individual brewers. 
uh, not not individual companies. Sorry, right. that sorry, makes that more in, sense. yeah, individual brewers. Sorry, the company. Oh, that, that that's a different story. Sorry, the brewers are going in and they're like sitting there drinking my coffee, and I'm going through because I look at in social media in the morning. As you so, should be doing. Yes, yeah. I figure it out, but then I'm just seeing like people that like I know, like, and I'm like you do not know what you're doing, but you're posting <laughs> pictures every day and like you're dumping beer. Like I see people dump beer all the time, but they don't they don't post pictures of dumping beer. They post pictures of like their mashing. Yeah, right. but it's like oh cool, that kind of affected you had to dump it, but why not post a picture of that? Yeah, right. makes complete. So that's exactly that's what I'm I think it's a bit frustrating because you're a, like an artist and you take your craft seriously as this is like legitimately fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like I had no expectations because Tiff was asking me, so who we talk, you know? Yeah, we're like, like we don't really know. Head, we're, again, we're, we're but we have no Canada, context. We don't know. We have no Craig idea. and Sally, like uh, just off word of mouth. Like, from, like yeah. come through here. You need to talk to Half Door and you, yeah. you know, your sister actually got back to me. Um, was sort of hard to, you know, when Canadians were just like, hey, San Diego Brewers, can we talk to you? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, we just don't have much context. We don't, and you guys don't pack it to sell, right? Like, it's not like even one of our friends could, like, hey, man, I'll get you a six pack and I'll send it or whatever. Like, oh, we can't because uh, we have hard alcohol. So we have type 75. So we have hard alcohol and uh, we can't self distribute either. So that's why we don't sell much beer to go to many bars. So we sell, like, maybe like three kegs. We keep our, our IPAs fresh. We try to keep all our IPAs under six weeks old. That's dope. Let's do you do growlers? So, we're not allowed to. No, oh. Nothing to go. So we can't sell to nothing the to go. Yeah, like Damn. nothing. Okay. Like, well, the way we could do it, I found a way, like if we ever do like production, um, I can license out these tanks and we have a bar built in downstairs underneath the ground. Yeah. So we can pull a bar there and we can sell to go if you license it differently. But then you can't oh. you can sit and enjoy the restaurant part. You can't have cocktails and stuff. It has to be a separate like entity. So we're just going to like put, put a divider? Out. Well, we don't know if we're going to do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just making sure we have everything in place so when if that opportunity does arise, that we, we can just we don't have to like go look oh can we do this can we do that we just right. have it all written down and then all the different ideas on how how we focus. I feel like that's kind of a big part of the the uh, microbrew craft brew scene is takeaways. There's yeah. so many bars like I love going to a bar having a flight of everything they have is man I love this oh I want to get this one for and then taking because I'm gonna buy I'm gonna you know buy one of everything that probably four of everything that I love to yeah. go and then share with all my friends and they're gonna come to the pub after I feel yeah. like it's I don't know, almost a part of the experience of going to a brew pub. So it's kind of crazy to me that like, because of laws and restrictions, you can't do that. Yeah, it's, it, it is tough. Um, and we wish we, we could kind of not get around it, but like, we could do something downstairs, but it's, we, it wouldn't make sense unless we had like a, a production facility or something making the beer and like can so we could take right. it to go. But is yeah. Is your production from right back here yeah. behind us? Crazy. What's your, what's your, uh, yeah, what's your yeah, capacity? What's, uh, we have a 10 barrel system where we're going to make about 800 barrels this year, maybe a little over 800 barrels. I was trying to, like, so barrels into oh, yeah. oh, uh, okay, so 10 barrels is 11.7 hectoliters, so times a 1. Uh, so almost a thousand, uh, like 900 and. It's like 100,000 liters or something? Uh, no, no, 100,000. Uh, oh, 100,000 liters, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. so hectoliters, yeah, so almost a thousand hectoliters. That's a lot. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, no, no. no. All out of this establishment. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, granted, you're downtown in an amazing city. Yeah, you, you, right? we sell it on site. We sell like two K, like two to four. In the wintertime, four kegs, and then winter, summertime, we sell nothing. So, like, average two kegs a week, probably out a door. Like, as far as licensing? Uh, to, like, other bars. Other bars. So, what's the rationale behind that? Um, uh, turn, uh, I won't say I just sell IPAs, because so people are, we're freshness. getting people like our IPAs, so we, we don't really have to you sell You want them to come here? Yes, but it's also, it keeps my beer fresh and yeast moving. So, like, uh, uh, so I don't want the yeast to sit in the yeast cake. I like to turn my tanks. 
Right. So I'm from a production brewery, kind of. Like we were right. a small, we were a brew pub production brewery when I worked at Coronado. We were brewing like three. I think it was like by myself. I was like doing like three thousand barrels, maybe around there. Okay. Well, there was another guy that helped me out. Help, call help. But um, uh, so I got production down. I think well enough to like rotate yeast and move things. But it's just, yeah, it's get our name out there. We don't sell. We sell the bars. I like out of the neighborhood. Uh, I was telling you about earlier that has uh, Nelson on. They have yes. beer on there too. Right. They have this beer on. Why? How, how do you choose what bars get your uh, beers? Uh, mostly it's bars that. Uh, well, a lot of bars ask, um, and uh, I want. Get a name out there, and eventually, if I do go production, have a relationship with them. So we try to rotate it. So um, say sometimes you guys get this one, and then I'll pick this guy next time. Well, a little like uh, yes, and people are like, hey, does anything for sale? Like this bar I was asking, I'm like yeah, we could sell them. And then I try to, I try to make uh, the bars know that I don't sell in the summer, but uh, in the winter time I do. So then I just try to like rotate it, like every week. I'll hit an account that we're friendly with. Okay. But uh, also bars that I really like being in, like Hamilton's would be one, because um, I just love that bar, and Scott's probably one of the. Uh, the best uh, guys that move crappier forward in San Diego and the bar is fucking rad and I like drinking there yeah, so fair. it's uh, that uh, Regal Beagle is another one and Neighborhood is another one just because they're great bars that move beer forward and and I like to drink there and it's all close so like we don't sell like North County I was going to ask do you do like uh, oh it's like, a neighborhood like they're like literally the bars that we sell to within distance three miles nice. Uber to all the bars that have our beer nice, generally right, nice. we sell stuff up North County but not too often okay uh, without knowing the geography like we're staying in University High slash North Park oh, yeah. type of area. Do you sell out there? Yeah, so like High Mountains would be in South Park. Uh, North right. Park, not as much. We're trying to get into Blind Lady, but uh, Lee Chasey, he's been heavy He hasn't he hasn't bought a beer yet. Hopefully, okay. hopefully soon. I'll get on there. Yeah. Okay. He must no, do well really during the uh, baseball season. Have oh, yeah. The stadium it's a, right there. Yeah, it's all, also the conventions, too. Conventions are in town. Oh, nice. Conventions yeah. and baseball really makes us a lot. Yeah. So yeah. you've potentially converted some Coors drinkers to craft beer drinkers just due to proximity. Like, I mean, if I'm going to a, a bar before the game, I'm probably coming to the local craft bar just down the street. Yeah, really. Having a pale ale, giving yeah. it a try, probably loving it, and never going back again. I don't yeah. know. Hopefully, that's the idea, right? Might not go to the game. Yeah, might not go to the game either. Might just stay here. Stay here right here. Yeah, hopefully. Got this wraparound patio. It's yeah. insane. Anyway, it does yeah, pretty well for the the, uh, the games. and We do we get people, but we also make a... We used to make a, a, core, a Bud Light clone, pretty much. 4%. Oh, nice. Okay. A rice lager. We called it 11.7 hectoliters because 10 barrel opened up down the street. So 11.7 hectoliters is 10 barrels equivalent. Hilarious. So they don't buy Bud Light. That's pretty fun. Very cheeky. Quite and cheeky. Then, um, so we make that one in the summer, and then we make another, it's called Media Porta, it's, uh, it's half door in Spanish. Um, okay, nice. And that's a Mexican lager. Um, so those are the two like, lighter beers. Lager. Interesting. But uh, the one that really does uh, get people to drink beer that really just like light beers are Father Ted. So it's a Belgian style single, 5'2", five, 5'4". Five, five, oh, nice. 5'4", and um, that's like surprisingly our number two seller overall in general. Like wow. if you took the whole... Like the whole, like, you can say, like six months at a time. Right, 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 right. It's yeah. interesting. That's yeah, so, like, that is a big sell for us. Right. I, I, it's not a style I would have thought maybe a non crappier drinker would gravitate to, but. Well, I mean, I think it was just getting, uh, I think we get, we get uh, uh, girls here. So, like, my name is another bar. We have, like, you know, a little bit more men there, like 70% men. So, here's right. a little bit more women. And maybe that's why outside, freshy, you know what I mean? True, so. yeah. You want a refreshing beer in the summer. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. This is gangster. This is yeah. cool. Like, what's going on here? I love it. Let there be light. Yeah. Yes, it's coming out. So to get a little, uh, you just kind of mentioned this, uh, sparked a little thought. So to get a bit controversial, 
Um, Ten Barrel, like one of the breweries, I guess, is local that uh, we bought out. Mm-hmm. I know uh, you know the big one recently, uh, Wicked Weed. Yep. Uh, how do you feel about the whole buyout uh, thing? I know Dallas Point. I know it wasn't yeah. bought by AB, but um, yeah, they were uh, your, yeah uh, Constellation brand. Yeah. So like Corona and stuff, like yeah. which is a bit different. I guess it's not quite the devil. So <laughs> how do you? Uh, What's your personal, and this is, you know, you don't have to speak on behalf of the company, like what's your oh, personal? Oh, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious to hear uh, particularly Adi. Generally, I don't care because it's business. So they're just doing what they're best for them. So, right. I mean, if someone offers you a billion dollars, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. probably going to take it. Yeah. I'll make another brewery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot the guy was, uh, the guy that did sold Goose Island, made a cider, cidery and sold it right afterwards. I'm like, that guy is really smart. Again, wow. He just keeps making money. He's like printing money, <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yeah. But really, like, it is competition. I mean, I don't generally like the way that they do business, but I also don't like how other breweries do business either. So to me, I don't like that Ten Barrel came into town, or it's in our neighborhood, too, it's down the street. Right. Um, they're not from here, right? No, they're from Ben. No, they're not from Ben, from Denver, maybe? I'm not sure where they're from. They're, they're nice. The guys that own it, they came here a few times. They had managers meeting here before. Like, I mean, I've seen them here. I haven't gone there yet, but... Um, Again, I don't. I can't be worried about them. Like, if I'm worried about them, I'm not worried about my product. So, at the end of the day, yeah, like their business practices, and I don't have to do it. But I don't. If I let it affect me, then it's gonna. I, I just. No, I can't have that. Like, I need to worry about the beer. And like, they, they can. I like. I told like the beer writer in town that he didn't post what I said, but I told him I really just don't give a fuck with the women in town. Like, I just don't care. Like, it's not like it's. Yeah, it's in my neighborhood, and they could take business from me, but it's like, I think my beer is good enough that you know what, it, competition's coming. Cool. Right. Okay, but uh, yes, I don't, I don't like it. But I, it's it is a business, and business is. I mean, you got to move forward. I mean, they're trying to survive as a company, and they're trying to figure out how to do that. And I, I understand it. So you can separate the business from the art. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't like it. it. I don't. I mean, I haven't gone there. I haven't heard anything good about their beers, and they're not doing great in San Diego. But it's like those guys are still making lots of money. So I mean, yeah. I don't really feel bad for them. <laughs> no, fair. I think it's a, that's a good point because it's a place like San Diego where you absolutely spoiled for choice. Like it's like insane to us. It's only been a few days. Like yeah. I, I kind of like mad. I'm leaving so soon. We're talking today, and we're like, God damn it! Like I didn't realize it to be this sick. And just the amount of uh, I got three days here, bro. I got, I'm trying to make the most of this right now. Pack everything tonight. In. We're gonna get crazy. We're gonna we're drink like 24 to try and maximize it. But just, oh, yeah, have you guys hit resident yet? Resident? Oh, it's over on Fourth uh, and Broadway. Oh man, yeah, they make some. The they make good beer, man. Okay. Resident. And okay. they got some hazy beers on too. They got like hazy beers on. Talking. They got coconut talking. porter. They got some good stuff. Talking about language. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're gonna like our friend wants to take us to North Park and do like and there's a modern times like tap room, uh-huh. Belgian beaver. It's like a Carl Strauss thing there. What? Uh, uh, no. Uh, tornado. You go to Tornado. Maybe it was that. There's yeah. A, he said there was a whole bunch. Of go to Tornado. Distance, so we if you're in like North Park, go to Tornado. I was gonna go last night to get plenty, well, and then we googled it and found the liquor store. There's more liquor store. Oh yeah. Yeah. And today, actually, just right before we came here, we did a uh, we did these videos called Versus, where we do oh my god beers yeah. and we compare them side by side, see what we like. So we yeah, two hearted. I brought a heady and we got a two hearted. Oh nice, we did all back three to back side to by back. side. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. so that will be expected. Yeah, two two hearted is a little different. It's a little more malty, and it's one I think it's That's a what Chinook. I said. It's, Malter, yeah. Is it more Midwestern, a little old school? We, we had it yeah. at the uh, Michigan, Michigan Summer Beer Festival in Ypsilanti this year, yeah. and it was the first beer we had. Is literally we walked into the festival, had it really well. Bam. Just named the best beer in North America. Yeah, we gotta to try it. Yeah. And dude, it was like way better than I remembered having it. Except I've had it before, yeah. but I was just like, 
maybe because it was like the fresh? atmosphere and it was fresh. Yeah, that's it was probably so it. fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. It's and good. Cold, I, I was in Chicago for a while. It's like that changed the game for me. How fresh it was. Yeah. I was like, my God, this really it deserves that award based on. Oh, it's really good. Like yeah. I'm not really big in the malts. Like all my beer, you can notice they're just all like pale. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like that's one of the few ones they just they got it balanced. They got it right. Yeah. Like, but we were we were always like Hedy Topper guys. I loved, loved, loved Hedy Topper. I used to go make trips to Vermont, stand in line for hours at like 7.30 in the morning to get Hedy Topper, and I was in love with that beer, and we just had it again, and I was like, Something that something's they did off, something. man. They changed yeah. something. I don't know what they changed. Like the, the recipe or changed a hop or a malt or a time or a temperature, but it's different now, and it's like, it doesn't blow my mind like it used to, so I don't know. Maybe there's more good breweries there, and it's all just... Could be that, too. That could be... We, we Maybe, thought about that. I think something's different. Yeah. Something's wrong with I've, had the, like, I've had the beer enough weird. to know what it tastes yeah. like. Yeah, I've, had it, twice, I I've had it a million times, so it's just like something was off. And and really, out of the three, it was Pliny held it down, in my opinion. Oh, I was so impressed. Yeah, overall, even though it's like I'm like, not even really like it was, yeah. yeah. It was just cool to finally have some like and it was like my especially goal. to have them all together it was really cool to see the differences. They all were very different. No, mine would, but I mean, like imagine that coming out. Like they probably haven't changed. Or they probably changed like small tweaks, but it's like. When it came out, it was probably, you know, it's the same with Hedy Topper. When it came out, it was mine. It was something different. Like, and that's why it has the respect it has. Like, because when you're changing the game, I mean, like, you got a little bit of respect. Yeah, man, somebody might come along and do a little bit better later, but. But, yeah, they did change the game with it. Yeah. Like, we were there in uh, February, and we had there, went to the brewery. We did a bunch of podcasts there, and um, we tried it mind-blowing. I went back maybe three weeks ago, and that's one we had today. I don't know what happened. I bought a uh, four-pack for my mate. I did a trade in Vancouver. I kept one for myself and I gave one to my friend here who never had it before. He Just underwhelming. Uh, underwhelming. Yeah. But this weird like grassy, earthy, dirt kind of flavor that's in it that was in, I've got some of their other beers, Skadoosh and Lightweight and stuff and they all had that same flavor. Oh, so wow. they've done something. I don't know what it is because they never had it and we've been, I think I've been there like three times in the last year. And uh, it's very odd. I just sort of surprised, particularly for something that's such a renowned uh, brewery slash beer. I have a, I have a question actually um, about California brewing specifically. I read an article recently, and I don't remember the brewery, but there was a brewery that brewed with local malts. Like people were using local California malts, which is something I don't think. Like you, I'm assuming you ship in from. Well, actually, we use a lot of German malt. German I really, malt I really like Weirman. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of Weirman. No, we do use Canadian malt. Um, okay, cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, raw, British I think raw. Malts and stuff like that. Well, it's yeah. grown in Canada. I don't know what's processed. It's probably processed in America, though. Okay, cool. So you guys do a lot of uh, growth for uh, Turo, basic Turo in America. Yes. Um, but uh, there is, I don't know where it is. I, I'm going to guess. I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. It's like somewhere near like Santa Barbara and Slow area, or sorry, San Luis Obispo. Okay. So it's kind of like middle, or like, for me, it's middle, but it's probably like southern right, 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 right. You're as good as it gets. So. Well, I used to live up there for two years. I went to college okay, cool. up there. But um, so I think, yeah, I forgot what they're called, but there's California Malting Company out. I, I'd say it's going to be is really. Is that a thing? Like, are people going to start? Because, I mean, fresh is key when it comes to these style beers, right? You want yeah. as fresh as it gets, fresh hops, fresh malts. Is that. Fresh, thing? yes. That stuff is really key, and it's a great marketing point. But yeah. when you're saturated market, mm. then it becomes about making money to survive. Right. So yeah. to me, I don't know their pricing, but I'm going to say their pricing is going to be, let's say, a dollar. A dollar a pound of grain, I and mean, that's just pulling that out of my ass. Right. But, um, it's going to be a lot more expensive than I'm paying. I'm paying Weirman, and it's still expensive. Like I'm still paying like fifty two cents, fifty three cents for a massive you, production. You're, you're skipping all the transportation costs. Is that not uh, savings? Oh, there? I mean, uh, yeah. If it's, I, I don't. I haven't looked into it. Yeah. I'm going to guess it's it's higher price because of the smaller scale. That would make personally. sense. That would make sense. Because the shipping, because Weirman is everywhere. Like. 
And the, even stuff from Canada, I mean, it's like ten, eight cents cheap, ten cents cheaper uh, when I buy American. Per per, I mean, that's just per pound that I right. use. You know, eighty, you know, eight hundred pounds per for this. So, but when you get to that point, I think it's the same with like our, going organic. There's only I think one brewery in town that does all organic, and that's uh, Lee Chase over at. Um, uh, Tiger Tiger, well, not Tiger Tiger. It's called Automatic Brewing Company. Okay. So he owns two beer, uh, three beer bars in town. Right. First, all their lineup is exclusively organic, or no? He, just the beer he makes. Oh, okay. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, he's uh, the first stone brewer ever. Oh. So he's brewed in stone for like ten years. Nice. Damn. Is that important out here? Like, there's a lot of a food to table kind of like. Uh, yeah. And I it's like, getting more. Yeah, he does a lot of farmers market. Bike. He's very sustainable. Rides bike. He does much cars. Rides bikes everywhere. Yeah. All right. He's got a. Like, Sounds like a vegan. <laughs> maybe. I'm not sure actually. I, I haven't. I've only talked to him a few times. I don't post. I'm. Yeah. I don't eat meat, so. I don't know. But we just had delicious vegetarian food. Vegan actually. In, in, Vegan, I was vegan actually. Okay. Yeah. Vegan chicken stir fry. Yeah, it's like it's a whole like thing in Vermont. Yeah. The table, like you go to a restaurant and they'll have like where the cheese, which farm the cheese came from. Okay. Like, yeah, he's definitely that type of person. Okay. What the cow's name who provided yeah. the milk for the cheese name was? <laughs> what is the motion? Yeah, he's, you should go check it out. Well, I mean, you're in that neighborhood, so Tiger Tiger might be on your list. A brew pub because it was automatic brewing company. He makes his own beer, but he'll have other guest beers on. Okay. So, so the like Belchie, is there a block away from Belchie Beaver? You're talking about Belchie Beaver? Yeah, we're just right. Well, he's on three, yeah, so Tiger Tiger's right there too. So that's what I'm saying. Literally, like, uh, so, like, so right here, okay, so you have this little, uh, the street, 30th, Al Cajon's right here, yep. Belcher Beaver's here, and Tiger Tiger's there. Oh, so there was like 100 feet. Tonight. Yeah, 100 feet. So yeah, might even be doing that tonight. Yeah. A like brew pub or like a brew? Well, it's a brew pub. Yes, ish. Um, but he's got like maybe let's say like twenty taps on. He's gonna have amazing beer on. Uh, he's an outside IPA bar, uh, which is kind of cool. Okay. Patio back only does oh, IPAs. Nice. Or he might have like a specialty brewery on. Yeah, there's like five, six beers, but it's you, all IPAs. It's called the IPA me, bar. You had me. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, this guy's is it really great. Automatic or it's called Tiger Tiger. Tiger Tiger is a place. Automatic's a brewing company. Right. So that's where we go. Okay. Remember that, get ladies. Tiger Tiger IPA bar. Oh no, it's a. You, I think you'll like it. I don't know. I love it. You said outside IPA. No, tell him to buy it. It's fire. We've had it. No, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it. it's a rat spot. I mean, you yeah. check it out. I mean, it, but that guy's been around. I mean, he was one of the guys that started the San Diego beer scene. You know, he's he got three bars now, and he's. Uh, he's a, I mean, he does this really good stuff for the community. He's charity. He's just. He's just a nice person. <laughs> just like you can't, you can't find fault with him. I yeah. Don't know. All right, nice business people to make good beer. Yeah, it's, and his uh, business practices are amazing. He's just like sustainable. You know, the they make good food. They don't have a big menu, and they go to like farmers markets and like change it seasonally. Right. And, they do everything right. That's sick, man. That's really cool to hear because we went sort of we're trying to like get like a bit of this. Why I was looking forward to talking to you because I want to see what like a little from the inside perspective, yeah. like a vibe on the scene out here, and sort of like what you know in comparison to some of the places we've sort of spent time in. Like you know, is it kind of like the modern like Michigan or New York or whatever, whatever? But it sounds like it's its own little sort of of, uh, ecosystem that kind of like does a little bit from uh, well, what everybody does. I think if the ecosystem gets smaller, because I'm only talking about places within like five, ten miles of here. I mean, right. like you go a little bit north, like 20 minutes north, 30 minutes north, and there's a different ecosystem out there. And then oh, really? I was yeah. up in North County today on the way back from LA, and we stopped at a little taco shop. Um, and there's a beer bar that I love, like just like two blocks away. So like there's a little ecosystem up there, and they're getting like taste rooms and there's breweries and wineries. So it's it's hard. Like if we were, if, I mean, if I was brewing of North County for the last eight years and there'd be like a 10 other bars I'd tell you to go to. Right. So I mean, it, it, San Diego is so spread out and we've got so many breweries, but, and there's so many beer bars. Like, it, it is really saturated, but it's, right. I mean, even all the good beer bars are still like, 
not hurting, but I'm saying like not as busy. As, yeah, it's not as like I used to walk in and not be able to get a seat at certain bars or like fucking be like you have to know the bartender to get a fucking beer real fast. Right. So do that. You, do you think it'll pan out? Like, what time frame do you think that'll kind of like balance out in? I don't know, but it's like a pan out and it's gonna return to normal. I think people are just gonna keep changing. I don't think things are just gonna pan out and go back to normal. I think they're gonna. When I say back to normal, it'll be it'll be a new normal. Yeah. So there'll be like, like survival of the fitness. The good ones will remain. The ones that are making subpar product will just disappear because it's just consumer demand. At the end of the day, like mm-hmm. that's what matters. Yes. Right. I agree. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. I feel like that's everywhere. I keep hearing that this crowd, even in Canada, where it's sort of like, I don't know, what do you say, like five years behind here or something like that? Like it's catching up pretty quick. Three years behind. Yeah. Like, there's apparently some sort of a, a same situation happening where there's like just too many breweries fighting for the same amount of shelf space and uh, the attention of the drinkers. Mm-hmm. And even though craft beer is growing, apparently the growth that's the problem the growth of actual beer is stagnant. Like, it's 5% in Canada and 12 odd percent here, I believe, of the market craft beer has. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like plat- not completely plateaued, but it's not at this beer sales in general. But craft beer is still on the up and up, yeah. isn't it? Yes, that's true. Yeah, well, I will. Yeah, it's but not. It's not spiking as hard as yeah. it was before. Yeah, but it's still growing. People, I guess that's kind of what is needed to turn more people from like the macro drinkers across. Which is, there seems to be a lot of breweries that maybe um, focus not exclusively. Some do, but on on actually converting these coolers drinkers into craft beer drinkers by making like a real fantastic approachable pilsner and a Kolsch and a lager and blah 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 to just replace their fizzy bubbly grandpa beer. Yeah. And they like, actually don't have one called fizzy yellow beer. Nice. Yeah, they did. It was a clean lager. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's good. Modern times make one called ice. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, they're not bad. Yeah, I like them. I, I don't drink a lot of them, like but I do try. Balls, but they probably taste good too. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. We make one of like the 11.7 electrolytes is our little joke. You know what I mean? Right, or, yeah. Right, so right, right, everyone's right, but that, everyone's yeah. doing it. Well, people drink it. That's the yeah. thing, right? But the big one in San Diego right now is Mexican lager. I think it's pretty because the Mexican population. It's uh, right. 20 minutes down the road. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, you have a lot of uh, a lot of Mexican people in the beer industry too in San Diego. Oh yeah. And South Bay's growing up. Chula Vista stuff. It's getting a few breweries down there. Cool. Uh, they have a great. There's a uh, three punks ale house is up in Chula Vista, and it's uh, their great tagline is uh, "Put some south in your mouth." <laughs> it's pretty good. Wow. Oh yeah. I'm yeah, that one. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, Actually, it's, our friend right now is on a, a little Tijuana brewery tour okay, just yeah. across the uh, across the border. Otherwise, there, you so wouldn't be there. Like, yeah, we're supposed to be there, but it sounded no. like fun, but. Oh no! You should talk to uh, whoever talked to Coronado tomorrow, because Coronado Ryan Brooks has helped out pretty much every brewery in Tijuana. With oh, yeast. nice! Because oh, yeah? they used to come up, and every brewery pretty like, much used give their. Give us the goods. Yeah, give us the goods. No, no, joke. He's like, like a. Out of there or no, 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 no. Like, they come in and get like, like free yeast, uh, advice, stuff like that. Can bring their beers up because Brooks is also a. He's uh, really good. Uh, what is it called? Beer judge. Oh yeah, BJCP. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he does that and stuff. So he, you know, helps a lot of uh, uh, oh. the the. TJ breweries, That's Rosarito, all that stuff like that. Like yeast is essentially free, right? Just uh, yeah. Well, you buy all of the trub and well, like I mean, for us, for a little, for a half a batch, let's say for so half a tank of yeah. yeast is like three hundred bucks plus shipping or you know with shipping like three hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. I mean, just as the cost. I mean, if you're a small, like you're sure. a, if you're a small TJ, we're trying to get you know why you yeah. And the first gen is not the greatest beers. So you got to reuse it and stuff like oh, that. It gets better with time, really. Well, yes and no. Like it gets better like gen three. So like right. we don't make our hazy beers until gen three. So like we had to go two beers before we made the northeast that we'll send you. So do we want to make sure our yeast is healthy enough to make sure that it will make good beer at a higher alcohol level? Right. So, but yes. Yeah. Cool. Are you using that. like London Ale Three? Uh, yes. Uh, well, we use we've used like six, but yeah, we're using one yeah. right now. Okay, cool. It's easier to use. It's uh, 
it ferments in like three to four days, yeah. uh, no off flavors. Yeah. A little bit more pineapple. Like I don't get as much peach, I don't get as much fruit. Yeah. So we have to use a little bit more hops when we use it. Okay. But we use the Manchester, what was it from? Uh, a place in Virginia. It's called like, I forgot, you have to look it up. Okay. It's RAC or something, RVA or something. But they had a really, really cool Manchester strain, and that one was really nice. But it was so finicky. Like I was had to add like zinc, and I was getting my calcium levels right, but it was like, it was being a little prick and I was like <laughs> you need to make my beer more efficient yeah pretty much but yeah I know there's a lot of like I really do like the uh, Giga yeast Vermont ale it's way yeah. fruitier but it's so yeah. hard to use like I can't get three or four gems out of it and I can't figure it out yet is that like the Conan or yeah Conan, Conan. I think it's Conan I think it's, no is it uh, from from Giga yeast I'm not sure yeah oh, okay. the Vermont strain from Giga yeast oh, okay so we've tried like BSI, BSI cleared up, I was telling you like we cleared up, but yeah. BSI cleared up on me. How did that taste so after it cleared uh, up? Oh, these people still asked for the beer. Really? Yeah, it's a year good. and a half ago. I was that like, God damn it. Yeah. You West Coasters love your clear beer. Yeah, I know, they do. It feels last for it. Do you guys mess around with like uh, lupulin powder, mm -hmm. hop ash? We don't have any right now because we're just wasting the rest of our contract, but okay. yes. Uh, oh, that's, that is definitely That legit. is fun stuff. Oh, yeah. it's yield. Uh, I'm using way less. I mean, we made a beer that was really solid on 0.6 pounds per barrel. Wow. Total. What's their average safe you use uh, pellet hops or uh, If we here, uh, we're about two and a half. Wow. Two to two and a half. So a pounds. fraction so you're, like cutting your class. Uh Average in San Diego, probably around four to five. For a West Coast IPA? Uh, for both. Yeah. Wow. Damn. So the Lupin Pad is saving money out here. Saving and I'm getting more beer. And you're getting more beer. So I added a brew last, so they're not getting the okay. stuff on the system and you know, stuff like that. And you're using right. that all in like uh, Whirlpool and then uh, dry hopping? Yeah, so we, we uh, for like the beer, I, I try to be a very, like I, multiple times I've done ratios with it, so we got a good ratio. We're about about like 30, 70, so 70% uh, Lupin Pad, 30% uh, pellets. I still like the, uh, like I was talking about polyphenols that make it yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't have that in the Lupin powder. So I still want that. To bump it up a bit. And, mm -hmm. yeah. But, and you get a little bit of bitterness, stuff like that. Uh, but the lupin powder is made. The only bad thing is you have to mix it into, you can't just drop it in. You have to mix it, make sure it's Stir it, and yeah, yeah. Or just so you do a research. It doesn't dissolve or anything, right? Like it just sort of like. No, no, but yeah, you get way more beer too. I think that adds right. a bit to this, the yeast suspension, doesn't it, as well? Like just having. Uh, the, you recirculation? Yeah. Yes. But you gotta make sure you get the yeast out. Like we add certain things to make yeast come out of solution and stuff like that. Cool. That's the whole thing. Thanks science, bro. I love it. No, so it's, uh, gonna be it's called good. This episode, science, beer bro. And science and beer. Oh, I can get into science yeah, if you really wanted to science. get into it. <laughs> yeah, no, I can tell. You, you're, you're well learned. I'm trying to. Oh, no, I, I did a few uh, podcasts before, and then one of them, they said they didn't record it. But I think I got too heavy in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Taylor like, and I'm not, like I'm not mad at them. We like but. a little bit of both, you know? Yeah, they're rad dudes. They're, yeah. They work at a bar in town, uh, it's called Small Bar. So, like, they were rad people. I was just like, okay. I get it. I just yeah. gonna tone it back and then not <laughs> not ramble for so long. Nice balance science, yeah. science stuff because I feel like it's the bit like outside of the audience yeah. would sort of like sometimes it's the the noobs who like just discovering craft beer and trying to make it approachable and be like, hey, this is the guy that makes it. Like, yeah. let's figure it out. And then sometimes the more serious guys who want to know this shit like they just go with the yeah. Floor, so I'm gonna throw the little buzzer like the five transformation, the glycosidic bonds. Throw that out there. Uh, I have to explain what it is, but it's okay. If you if you're interested, you Google it. Yeah, yeah. And fine. there's so many papers on it now, which is awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Think we should do lightning round? Yeah. I think so I think so. So we have a lightning round that often isn't that lightning. Oh yeah. Um, bunch of like rapid fire questions. If you can answer them slow or fast or whatever. I'll try to do it fast. It's lightning. So yeah, most people. Most people That's don't. the idea, but it always or thunder to start yelling. Yeah. <laughs> yell. Just yell it really loud. Yeah. We out here. So number one is your what is your guilty pleasure beer? So maybe a beer you'd be um, embarrassed to admit you enjoy to a fellow beer nerd. Um, I don't know if I have guilt. I, I, I'm not embarrassed about anything or 
a lot of things really uh <laughs> but uh pretty open open pretty person yeah oh yeah man I mean, <laughs> but um campfire style because i'm not really into big gimmicky beers and like when you add a bunch of um, adjuncts to beer yeah. uh so campfire stout by highwater brewing company i thought it was like i had it years ago i still have it it's fucking good we Amazing. had it in bottles when we first opened here it's what's beautiful. what's in it what's the adjuncts in it? um it's a marshmallow, marshmallow stout yeah it's a marshmallow uh, campfire s'more beer oh nice okay. it is the first one that like sounds I, amazing it sounds amazing to me <laughs> if you see it around town you probably see it like, you probably get it somewhere it's 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 good. Try yeah. it. Yeah. So I just don't want to stab it. The only bad thing is they're a contract brew too, so it's kind of weird. But uh, but I still like. I'll he, still do it. Not yeah. Like, but not it's scared. been contract brewed for years, and they still winning awards with it, and they're still really good. So it's consistent. Yeah, it's pretty. I'd say like ninety percent consistent. Yeah. Do they serve with like a marshmallow garnish or something? No, like, yeah. It was yeah. the only bottles of the country, so they don't have that many oh, accounts. Oh, okay. We had one in Montreal where the... Uh, yeah, they serve it with like a toasted marshmallow. Like, oh, well, that's a good idea. So every Sexy. time you take a yeah. sip, you get that vanilla right in your nose. And then you eat the marshmallow sick. at the end. It's delicious. That's actually a good I idea. I might steal that idea. Yeah. Steal it. All right. Steal it. Absolutely steal it. No one will see that. Don't worry. I don't mind stealing it. No, steal it. No idea is original, bro. Yeah. Beer you would decline under any circumstances. You went to a barbecue, you didn't bring a six pack of something you like, and someone was a like, brand hey, or It's brand hot, or a you're thirsty. Or a style. Someone's like, here, have a delicious cold oh. Coors Banquet or yeah, something. I was I don't thinking know. that exact same piece of shit. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm good, bro. Where's your water at? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't. I don't have. Fuck. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be one. You don't have to be a snobby piece of shit like us. Like, it's yeah. Like, I even, drink, I even drink Coors Light. I shotgun shoot Coors Light Rattler, so it's like, I don't know. Coors Light have a Rattler? They have a Rattler. It's eight, it's eight ounces. Me and my little sister, she's at the bar right now. She's yeah, bartending. So we used to shotgun because she doesn't really drink beer, so we shotgun Shotgun's eight ounces drinking Coors Light Rattlers. Though, like, America. So I wouldn't drink Marca. that. I wouldn't drink an eight ounce. Bud Light Lime Rita? I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't drink that. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Micheladas. Oh, definitely yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, yeah. Mango Rita. So yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do that. See, I'm not a guy. That one, yeah, so that one. So, favorite beer style? IPA. IPA. All the two. I kind of figured you'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, least favorite beer style. It doesn't mean you dislike it, it's just maybe least favorite. Like, Hefeweizen. I fucking hate Hefeweizen. Oh, damn. Fucking off. Oh, Roggen beers, because they're Hefeweizen yeast with fucking rye and then a fucking stuck mash. Fucking. Oh, fucking Roggen beers. Fucking Roggen beers. Fucking hate it. Fuck you, Roggen beers. Make a Roggen beer, fuck you. Daniel's not having it. Don't bring the San Diego. I won't try it. I'm more I'll never make one again. I didn't make again. one again. again. Oh, that may be one of our. Uh, oh, no, I didn't make it here. I, I didn't make it at. I had to make it at CBC, oh, okay. and it was 60% ride. Oh my god, it was an awful day. <laughs> but I just hate Hefeweizen and yeast, and I just hate Hefeweizens. And then Rock and Beer was like, fucking. <laughs> Pure I hatred for like that beer. The passion is what I love. Yeah, that's, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, what is your desert island beer? If you had to drink one beer over and over forever? Oh, just uh, the Kanji on Goose, I would say. Like, nice. That beer is beautiful. All that funk. Big, I say that shit. Yeah. But it's that funk on that nose. It's just so, like, that's what I'm trying to get. And I can't get, I can get the fruit. I can't get funk. Like, it's, it's taking three years, like, two years, I'm getting good funk. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> They funk it up good over yeah, it's there. It's really good. Oh, they yeah. funk it up. No, we, 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 we propped up their bugs for our barrels. Like, it's, there are uh, barrels in that, in those barrels that have been in there for two years. Yeah, proper. It'll get there. It's gonna keep, it's gonna keep going. I know, it's just time, right? Oh. <laughs> I don't make it faster. That's what I want to do. Yeah, goddammit. I know, I, I want to drink Instant gratification. This is 2017. Damn it, guys. Come on. Yeah. Make it fast. Uh, we need better back. Isn't there an app for that or something? There should be. Beer trend predictions. I think I see you going like you're talking about loggers and the cleaner beers, and you're getting more of those people that drank Bud Light or Coors. I, 
but like flipping over gateway but yeah, beers almost well I think it's more of like the guys that I went to college with you know what I mean and now they've got the 401ks they've got like two kids and a wife or one kid in the mortgage you know what I mean and now they're drinking those beers and they're like they were crushing you know ice house or whatever they're drinking you know in college and I think that they're because they want to have a few beers at night, but they're not going to get buzzed up because they got stuff in the morning. So, like, you know, a few good loggers. I, I think that's yeah. a trend. I mean, it's not a crazy trend, like, oh, you're making a lot of money making loggers. But I think it's like going lower, to... Lower ABV stuff, session stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'd definitely say. But I see I see the good loggers coming. Some of the loggers, pilsners. I'm, I'm thinking maybe Rattler, but yeah. um, maybe if you had to, like, add it to throw, like, a dart at, like, one yeah, little thing. Like it's going to be, like... Well, I guess what like, is, make, like, whoever makes, like, the best one or a really good one would probably be... I think popular. It's beautiful and sunny like it is yeah. in San Diego. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Day, of bias. course. Yeah. yeah, we're not going to drink yeah, yeah, yeah. radlers up in the. That's what you said. Up in our igloos like, up in Canada. Like, today. no like, way. Like, I do not want a fucking oatmeal. Like, yeah. Sorry, no, yeah. I'm say campfire style. Like, yeah. As yeah. sexy as that sounds, I'll take uh, that shit. I kind of want. Yeah, no, you're not making it. Yeah, I'm not making it. I'll bring it when it's cold as tits in the. But IPAs, kings. Like, IPAs. All day long. All day long. Favorite up and coming breweries? Oh, Burgeon Beer Company in San Diego is really good. Um. Oh, who opened it? Oh, there's, I haven't been to there, so I can't say it, actually. Uh, I just know the guy, so. You can Fair. say it. You can say whatever you like. I forgot the name. <laughs> <laughs> that, Never that mind. Wild Bear Brewing? Wild, it's, it's a sour beer company. They're going to make IPAs and sours, pretty much. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he worked for Stone for a while. His name is Bill, uh, Dr. Bill. Dr. So, Bill? Dr. Bill, I like so, that. So um, he opened up a Wild Bear Brewing. Damn it, I'm just going to be mad if I forgot the name. But he's a really rad dude, and uh, he knows his shit, and he got a really good brewer. Too, and he worked for Stone for like 20 years. There, there. Oh, not 20 years. Sorry, but he's been collecting beers since like for like 25 years, and uh, he just, he just, uh, he's got a. He, he worked at Stone. He did all their creation, like uh, there were beer menus, beer food pairings, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I've talked to him a few times. He definitely knows what. Yeah, but it's also he's smart and he understands the market and he understands if beer is good or not. So it's like you're not gonna sit there and say like, oh, I make good beer and it's bad. You know what I mean? Like he understands there's a problem. He's gonna fix, fix it. That's great. That's really good to hear. Um, favorite beer city, destination, or country? Like for, just for beer? Just for beer. Uh, I haven't been that many places. You like to go, whether it's it could be like a state or just like general. San Fran. Really? Like I haven't been that many places. Sorry for oh, beer, no. but San no. Fran is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I really I like the NorCal stuff. I like. All right. I think they're a little bit more malty, um, but they make really uh, much better stouts than San Diego. Um, uh, they're a little, little bit more aggressive, um, more piney, more resin. Can we say it? Fruit dank, a little more dank. Dang, I would say dank, yeah, yeah but I'd cleaner than San Diego, I'd say, yeah. too. Um, I'm going to San Fran in three weeks, so nice. I'm excited. Uh, for my girlfriend's birthday, so Sweet. right there. Oh, yeah. It's a cool city. Yeah. It's cold. Uh, they don't, they don't get the beautiful weather. Y'all get the no. no, no. But you know what? Honest. You get it all the time, so you're like, Yeah, whatever. you're over yeah. it. I'll Give me some rain and cold bit. weather. Yeah. I've been yeah. dying for some rain and Need cold weather. Fog. <laughs> Said no one ever. No, we'll say it every Well, I'm from, from Northern Diego. Ireland, so I like, oh, I like, okay. cold oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, like this? Oh, I can't stand it. I'm just sweating. I'm just changing a tap handle. Oh, God. Here we go. Like, yeah, come to Toronto, you'll be real Yeah, you'll be around. We'll get you nice and cold. I'll be there someday. I'm taking you up when you go. Through. We'll make sure bring a jacket. Yeah, come through though. Bring, that. I'll be I'll bring a few. Yeah, yeah you need, you need bring your drinking food. jacket. Yeah. You need layers. I, I got that too. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what would be an underrated style or brewery, city or country? 
Underrated style. Underrated. What's not getting its props? Like what Saison, does... I think. It's oh, super, dang. super dry. You yeah. can make really, really hoppy Saison. beer. You can make non hoppy beer with it. The yeast interaction with so many different compounds, I think, is right there, right? Because you can ferment it high, you can ferment it cold. There's a lot of flavors there. You dry the beer out, it's efficient beer. Especially, I still got efficiency as well, like in a brewery house. So, like, how easy it is to make. And not easy, but like, there's a lot of things yeah. you can do with it. Just like you can do with like cal ale, like you can make a lot of beers with just a single yeast strain. With, with, with that saison yeast, it's like a, it's not over the top like half a while. You know, it's not over the top. It's you can make it have body. You can make it not have body. You can right. you can do a lot of things. I think it's it's beautiful. It. Yeah, and then you can make like dark saisons, and you can make heavier beers with it as well. Interesting. Yeah, so I really like saisons. Like we just made our first one, but I've been working on it for years, but. No one's gonna buy it in San Diego. No. No. Well, I was working at beer bars before, so like bartending, bartender for ten years. But um, so just no. the style, like just people, like you say saison. No, you say Belgian single or Belgian single on the menu is saison. We sell Belgian single. Uh, well, it's a different saison. We use two different yeast right. strains, blend it, and uh, that's similarish. Similar, yeah. Same well, idea. Yeah. So we use a, a Belgian yeast, and then we use a saison yeast, and we right. blend them. Uh, but first saison, just made it. But we're putting in barrels for Brett, so. Right. Okay. Well, Brett Saison's always good. Yeah. yeah, so that wall underrated style. Well, sorry, mass produced. So that can be mass produced. That's what I was going right. with. Sorry. Okay. Uh, just Saison's. I wasn't going to try to get too, like, yeah. No, well, no. something hey. like the average consumer can produce and understand. Right. Yeah, that's probably a good point. I feel like they're, uh, more breweries are doing them more often than not, but do they always do them? Like, yeah. And they need to have, like, good examples to. I feel like it's a kind of like. You get like the gateway beers, like we're saying, like the cultures, lagers, pills, mm-hmm. and stuff, and then you could probably move people onto inoffensive saisons that kind of look too similar, but they got these different flavors, and then you could move to the. Yeah, you can add stuff to it. I'm not a big ad adding stuff to beer, but you can add the saison and get away with it, and like in small amounts. And, yeah, yeah, fruited saisons, it's sick. Yeah, had I mean, a few lately, fantastic. Yeah, no, like, I'm not adding. Like, I'm not a big adder, but it's like I want that style would lend it very well. Yeah, especially in this environment. Sorry. Yeah. Are, are there some breweries in San Diego doing saisons particularly well, or focusing on saisons? Not many yeah. right now. Well, see, I don't visit many breweries, which right. sucks. So um, there's probably a few out there. There was one that closed though, and they won a gold last year. JBF, oh, wow. uh, Alcohol Brewing Company. JBF? So JBL last year. Which J? Oh, sorry, Great American Beer Festival that happened oh. today. So yeah, last yeah. year he won a uh, gold. Oh, G-A-B-F. Sorry, G-A-B-F. Sorry, they said yeah, yeah, yeah. J. I was like, what the hell is that? Some no, other one you know about? God damn it. No. <laughs> the only one I worry about is J-A-B-F and World Beer Cup. The only two. Then to the matter, where's World Beer Cup at? Uh, this year it's going to be in Tennessee. So the, well, World Beer Cup is the... Uh, oh, moves. Yeah, so it's a craft beer conference. Um, every And then every other year. So every two years they have the, a ceremony on the World Beer Cup. So they have a, a award ceremony every two years. Sick. That one is... That's the, like, the, that's the, the creme de la creme. So it's that and then J-A-B-F, the two big ones. We really gotta go. God damn it, we messed up. Tennessee would be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's Country do this. music. Do it's this. in May, I think. May. Bring your dancing boots. And oh, I can't some wait. shorts. And some shorts. <laughs> Real short shorts, though. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can leave your jackets. <laughs> Tight does. Um, <laughs> not in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no. not me, but for the ladies. No, in yeah, Tennessee, they might be. Uh, yeah. They might uh, shoot me. Yeah. Best beer you ever drank in your life. <clears throat> Oh, I guess I don't know. The, the, the funny answer was free, but um, I don't know what. It's still, I was at Cantillon probably, and I just maybe it was just the experience. No, no that's that's, kind of a, that's often that's almost, a huge part of it. What the yeah. answer is. Like I was just there. It was just I don't know. The experience is. I mean Nelson. Nelson maybe like if I was just thinking like oh, Cantillon maybe Nelson like nice yeah. that real. It's, it's man I, I don't know years ago like I was just because I was going there like well one particular day I was working for Freestyle, and I'm. 
not as now I'm social, but I wasn't social back then. <laughs> uh, this is about seven, eight years ago. So sure. they had a little. Uh, so Coronado was still only like maybe like five people in the production. Sorry, three people, maybe four people. So there was a bus, not a bus, it was a van. So five of us went to Alpine for like uh, the Christmas party. Nice. So they busted the Alpine. We got like free food and beer, and then the guy showed us around. There was a small brew pub up in, uh, in the hills, and yeah. I remember just sitting down. I had their barley wine. They oh, they brought a sour out. It was amazing. Uh, pumpkin sour they did that year uh, for us and Odin's Raven that was really good but I just remember just having Nelson and I've had it a few times before that but I just had it there it was just the whole experience it was like a yeah no it's called Ichiban it was really good can we still get it? Uh, oh no no no! This is six seven years. They only did so every year it's a different beer, and that year they did a sour version of their beer. Nice. Oh no, this is, yo! If you had a bottle of that, it's probably worth like millions. No, people would be paying money for it. Nice. But yeah, no, that was probably my favorite. My favorite experience was probably that because I was getting the beer industry and. Yeah, really to experience something like super. Like well, well, yeah, but it was like the guy respected the shit out of Pat. And actually, the cool thing was he was here and he he liked my beer, so yeah. So I was nice. really fired up about that. Um, Some of those beer pedal tours. But yeah, we're not they're not on a soccer because people complain about noise. So we uh, uh, people over there. So we told them not to stop. So the pizza's passed by now. I don't understand why people live in, yeah, he runs in Michigan, but like I don't people live downtown. They complain about noise. Yeah, what do you expect? Well, they're next to the ballpark. Oh no, they don't. Yeah, next to the ballpark. Oh, but they, but, but they don't. Well, they, they don't. They can complain no matter what. That doesn't matter. They don't care about you. They just want their so noise. So you live in the suburbs. Yeah, go to yeah, but they don't. No, no. No, they don't care. No, that's not. They can complain all they want. So it doesn't get matter. the hell out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Complain, but yeah, no, yeah, nothing. Just know that there, no one's. We'll just stop them so. from coming. I mean, that's easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah, so we. Did. I remember once they complained about they have an old man going on the roof to get a flag down, and my dad's like, "That's me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's me, goddammit. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm the guy answering the email. Like, like you guys gonna complain about anything? Yeah. Like, come on. Guys. It was the best part because we were the city had to come down and talk, and we were sitting there like, wow. "This is the complaint." And then we were like, "Response to the complaint." Yeah. And they're like, "Okay, okay." So they could see how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Uh, humans. Yeah. Um, that's a good answer for that one. Uh, your death row beer and a meal pairing. Oh, it'd have to be uh, probably Nelson. I can move back to uh, me, uh, damn. Is that fire? No, uh, it's that really no. You yeah, have to. Uh, you just gotta like. It oh, was so crash. fucking good. Um, I'd do some Thai food probably with it. Nice. Like, like a nice yellow curry or something like that. Little potatoes. Now I'm curry. hungry. Yeah. Now I'm really hungry. Good Thai. Yeah. Do you guys do Thai food? No. Fire. But, okay. I'll have anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Do you have Nelson. No, I can get you a, I get you a pint and a block a half away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I would much. It's not as good as the one I'm remembering, but it's still decent. It doesn't matter. That's fine. I prefer a half door anyway. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Uh, favorite style to brew? Uh, brew, really, I do like being barrel-aged sours because they're really difficult and there's a lot to learn. I, mean, I don't know, I know maybe like a 5%, if that, you know, frack, I mean, nothing about it. And yeah. like, I think I'm making some solid ones. Um, and we only dump about maybe like, we only dump two barrels, I think, so far. So um, out of maybe like twenty something, so it's pretty good. yeah. So you get so, there. Oh, oh, I like it because we're learning and there's a lot of science behind it. So we're trying out different variables and stuff. Right. So I'm craving mm. a sour so hard right now. Yeah, I, I wish I had. Sour, yeah. oh. I wish I had. It was like Monday, man. <laughs> it's not bad. It wasn't the best sour you ever had, but it was definitely a good sour. Yeah. Okay. That's dope. And the opposite, worst beer you've ever made. Oh, professionally? Rogan, yeah, Rogan beer. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, it turned out clean and pretty decent. Um, <laughs> for a shit meal. Oh, I made my uh, my second ever Berliner Weiss. So um, I accidentally tried a different method on uh, how to... So I did two back-to-back -back batches. So it was my third batch, I guess. 
that I fucked up. So I was trying to figure out how to get the least amount of oxygen into the vessel. Mm-hmm. And I just messed up somewhere and it turned into like Parmesan cheese and baby mm-hmm. vomit. So I let it, I still fermented it out and everything. I had, to, I had to dump it out, but it was uh, baby vomit Parmesan cheese. So when you smell Parmesan cheese, think of baby vomit next time. Stop. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Mm. Yeah, no, that was the worst beer I've ever. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> And you feel like viscous in your mouth. It was just... <laughs> right down the drain. I was really hungry and I wanted to stop. And now I'm like, perhaps the guys got water. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ruining the game. Do you guys do any collabs? I, I forgot to ask earlier. Like, do you guys like to participate Not with that often. We're doing one right now with a place called Rip Current, who's the best probably two-style brewery in town. Uh, they're on your uh, North Park trip uh, today. Uh, so if you go there, uh, Rip Current Brewing Company. So they won a bunch. Yeah, they uh, last year at JBF they won Best Small Brewer, I think. Um, but they're really just style. So they're gonna have like German styles on. They're gonna have American styles on. They're really traditional style. Nice. Really good beer. Nice. And they have a few like uh, gimmicky stuff, like you know, oh, no, I just call it gimmicky. It's not a bad thing. It's sure. Like, they add yeah, stuff to the beer. Stuff. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you guys brew? Uh, what do they brew? What, what, oh, uh, we did a trip out with uh, Apricots for uh, San Diego Beer Week. Ooh. Yeah, we did one with Belgian Beaver a little bit ago. It was a hazy IPA. Uh, How it was. What? How it was. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, it was. Uh, Hell yeah, it was. Hell yeah, it won. Uh, well, Belgian Beaver made it, but uh, it won on Draft Magazine. I think number eight or number nine on best IPAs in America. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was, it was a New Zealand uh, hopped beer, and then uh, yeah, we don't we don't do a lot though. Uh, we do one with Monkey Paw. Actually, we're really big fans of Monkey Paw, so we do a sports beer with them like twice a year. It's the same okay. social beer. We just keep doing it. Nice. Uh, I used to work for them. I used to bartend there for two years. So okay, good. What is that? Could be about? Yeah, so Coronado actually bought them, and they brew there too. Nice. Yeah, so he owns Hamilton's. The guy owns Hamilton's as well. Right. So uh, Coronado bought them like a month ago. They actually won an award too today for a Belt of Boston Quarter at JBF. Are you getting these like live tweets? You're like, you're like, yeah. So I was driving down. So my girlfriend was driving two and a half and, hours ago. Yeah. 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 So my girlfriend was driving from the LA. So I was sitting nice. in the passenger seat. Getting and all I just, the updates. I, I oh yeah. Well, this is on live stream. It put right. live stream sat there. Sweet. So it was going on. Yeah. Hey, it's your you're, business. You're you dialed in, yeah. man. You're dialed yeah. in. Oh, on the internet. All day. I mean, the internet's where business is done now. I mean, that's just. I mean, yeah, that's where you find information. Right it's just like internet, internet, children. That's sick, man. Anything else you want to cover? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sad. Yeah. I'm, cool. yeah. I'm over the baby vomit now. I'm hungry again. Yeah. I'm ready for Just it. No Parmesan cheese, please. Yeah. <laughs> Anything without Parmesan is uh, good. Perfect. Oh, the next time you smell it, it's gonna have like a. Oh. I'm telling you, smell it. But barfy. I never really like Parmesan cheese. Like I, don't I love why. it. So it's no. a little funky. It's got a little weird twin to it, but just. I mean, it can happen to well. Uh, where can we find you guys online? Can people come follow you as well? You got anywhere? Uh... Um, yeah, so our Instagram is uh, Half Door Brewing, Brewing uh, and Facebook as well. Uh, we're really bad at social media. Uh, okay. I, yeah. And then well, mine is I- Irish I Had a Beer is my Instagram name. Irish I Had a Beer. Oh, Irish. Irish. I, I get it. I get it. You are <laughs> zany. So that was mine, but I think that's funny. Dude, um, it's been really, a slice, yeah. Thank you so Thanks much for having for, us. Oh, thank you. Really appreciate yeah. your time. Thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. It was fire. Yeah, uh-huh. that was fantastic. Yeah. We'll try some more. So, uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you follow down your follow half door. Uh, give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Hit subscribe down below, wherever the hell that is. Uh, follow us on social media at BOS Podcast and uh, check out the long form podcast. Uh, I would say podcast, long form audio Apple. on Apple yeah. Podcasts. Right. Say that word too much. That's yeah. it, Joe. Peace. Awesome. Peace.